and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope, and I hope everyone is having a magical day, a magical week. Um, thank you for coming back and listening. And uh, I think we got a pretty fun topic for this episode today. You know, before we get into uh, today's topic, um, I want to talk about some some Disney news that came out this week. Uh, you know, I don't really go over the news um, on the episode since you know, it's not going to be breaking news. Anything I say, you know, you're going to find out first from, you know, social media, I'm sure. We all follow on Instagram or Twitter. We all follow follow enough um, Disney pages to know uh, when some big news comes out. And I usually post stuff as soon as I can on there and um, just kind of keep everyone in the loop. It came out this week. They they uh, the Walt Disney World official accounts on social media um, posted the new room updates to the Contemporary Resort, and those new rooms, unfortunately, if you're like me, are going to be themed after The Incredibles. Let me just say that I don't I don't hate The Incredibles. I like the movie. Um, I think it's a cool franchise. You know, superheroes. I love superheroes, obviously. Um, the first Incredibles movie I thought was really good. It's a classic. Um, you know, it's not really talked about as much, though. When you think of classic Disney movies, The Incredibles is really never in that conversation. And I'll get into that more. Um, you know, the sequel was okay. Um, but here we are in 2021, and we're going to have Incredibles-themed rooms in the contemporary. <sighs> You know, I posted on Instagram right when this came out. Uh, I posted the article, and I think I said, like, I don't like this, or this is a poop emoji, something like that. And it did seem like a lot of you guys agreed with me. You didn't like the room change. I don't think it's a bad room, per se. Um, I I just don't... I don't think it fits. You know, the room that they showed, there's, like, a cool kind of floor design that kind of looks like a monorail that's cool but then they have like an incredibles themed closet with like the uh you know the decor on the inside of the closet is like the incredible super suits hanging up um there's like a jack jack uh artwork on the wall uh they have character themed decorative pillows on each bed it looks like the uh like the inside of the nightstand drawer is also themed after the incredibles and it you know, that's kind of about, that's kind of it. Um, so when I first saw it, it reminds me a lot of art of animation. Um, it definitely has a value resort vibe to it. You know, the art of animation with the characters and, you know, like all-star pop century, it has that vibe to me, you know, they themed it after the Incredibles, but what did they really add? You know, the, like, I'm sure they're gonna have different, um, pieces of artwork on the wall. You know, it just seems like a cheap, just jack-jack picture. You know, a decorative pillow, okay. You know, the inside of the cabinet and the, or the inside of the uh, closet and the inside of the the drawer, and that's it. You know, it just kind of comes off as kind of cheesy or tacky to me. You know, nothing against value resorts. I love the value resorts. I've stayed at Art of Animation, you know, pretty close to the most resort I've stayed at. It's been at Art of Animation. I've stayed there, you know, a lot recently. Love Pop Century, you know, they're right next to each other, you know, but I know what I'm getting when I stay there. I'm not, you know, I'm paying value price for that value resort. 
when you when you pay to stay at the Contemporary, it's a deluxe resort, and everything you know that's themed and inside that resort should be have a deluxe feel. This theming to me does not have a deluxe feel. It comes off as kind of cheesy, tacky, like I said. Now, I can't imagine, um, you know, if you have kids, they'll probably like it, but it's not like the contemporary was hurting for occupancy anyway. People want to stay there, whether you have kids or not, whether there's an incredible themed closet or not. Kids love that resort anyway because of the monorail. You know, the monorail cuts right through the the main building. What kid doesn't like that? You know, it's right by the Magic Kingdom. It's got the lake with all the water sports. It has a cool looking pool. Like, I don't think they needed to add this here. You know, and imagine if you don't have kids, like imagine you pay, you know, this high price for this deluxe resort and you go into your room and it's got an Incredibles themed closet. I don't know. I just nothing against the Incredibles. I just, I don't know. I don't like the fit, you know, the contemporaries, I would say the most iconic Walt Disney world resort. It's been there since the opening, you know, it just kind of comes off as uh, I don't know if it's a money grab or what their, what their strategy is here, but I just don't like it. I hope you guys uh, again, agree with me here. I just don't think it fits. <sighs> Thank you for uh, letting me vent there. It was a, uh, it's a topic I'm, I feel very strongly about because it's just a matter of time before they add this kind of IP, intellectual property, movies and characters into every resort when I don't think you need that. You know, Polynesians undergoing a uh, renovation right now. They're going to add in a lot of Moana stuff. And it's like the big ups that are running Disney right now just need to take a step back. Let's maybe, uh, let's maybe pull back the reins on the whole shove IP and everything. Uh, maybe come up with some original theming and ideas. You know, that's just a thought, but that's my piece. Now the main topic for today's episode is going to be, you know, the countdown to your Disney vacation. To me, it's arguably just as good as the actual vacation. You know, got those days, weeks leading up to it. You make a countdown, you start packing, you planning, and uh, that excitement really starts to build. So let's get into that. All right, here we go. Attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. I don't know about you guys, but especially when I was a kid, that countdown to the Disney vacation was almost as fun as the actual vacation. Now, I've talked about a lot on this uh, on this podcast about how every summer I'd go to Disney World with my family. So every summer I knew, you know, once it got to, you know, June, it was like, okay, we got about a month to go because we go every July. And about that one month mark is when I would really get into like the planning and the excitement. Now, back in the day when I was a kid, you didn't have to worry about, uh, you know, picking out your fast passes and where you wanted to eat uh, three months in advance. So uh, trust me when I say that was, that was a lot easier. 
You know, you didn't have to decide what day and what time exactly you wanted to ride Space Mountain in uh, three months. So the, the countdown mostly consisted of, you know, we'd kind of plan out our, our days, uh, what, what day, you know, we would go to which park and stuff, but that was about it for that. But it was mostly about the, you know, packing and preparing and making lists of things we wanted to bring, things we wanted to do while we're there, you know, things we wanted to get or try. That was so much fun. Like every year, you know, I'd start making a list, you know, shirts I'm going to bring, shorts, and kind of plan out my outfits and, uh, you know, the, the list of essentials, your glass, sunglasses, glasses, hats, you know, pool toys. That was a, that was a lot of fun. Especially, you know, me and my sister, we'd get into it. We'd kind of coordinate who's bringing what, like, okay, I'll bring, uh, you know, these pool balls, you bring, you know, the inflatable raft or whatever, stuff in your suitcase. You know, it was, it was a lot different back then. It was so much fun. Like me and my family, we'd always uh, go shopping together before the trip. We'd head to either, you know, a Target, Walmart, a Sam's Club and pick up snacks. Uh, we, were, we were big on uh, bringing our own snacks to kind of save money on the food while you're there in the parks and at the resorts. So we'd go to uh, like Sam's Club or, you know, Costco, if you don't know what Sam's Club is, the same thing. Um, and my mom would buy just, you know, the, the family size box of, uh, you know, Ritz crackers, that, you know, like the travel pouches, get like 36 of them or like the, the variety pack of like Oreos and crackers and Chips Ahoy, like those kinds of things. And, you know, we'd each grab a bunch of bags and, and pack it with us. And those would be our snacks in the, in the resort, in the room. It'd be our snacks. Like when we go into the, into the parks, you know, my, my go-to, um, was always bubble gum and cookies. Uh, the cookies, because I just love cookies and those are my weakness and the bubble gum, you know, uh, I just load up and get a bunch of bags of like the double bubble or the bazooka and just chomp on that the entire time I'm there. Cause obviously Disney doesn't sell gum. And you know, uh, now that I'm older and I'm grown, that excitement's still there. That countdown has begun for me. I got my next trip coming up in a few weeks and, um, you know, I'm, I already got the list going on my phone. I got a bunch of lists. I got the list of, uh, things I need to buy before the trip, whether it's like the travel size stuff, whether it's, you know, I need a new, new sunglasses or whatever. I also have a list on my phone of Disney foods that I want to try this year. That's probably my biggest list. I have a lot written down of different food items or snacks I want to try, whether it's at, you know, full meals, um, or just a snack. There's so much, um, that's kind of a list I kind of keep, uh, kind of year round. So like I'll see, it's almost always on Instagram. I'll see someone post a picture of something that looks good and I'll like bookmark it and uh, kind of add it to my notes app of, uh, you know, what I want to try, where it's located. Uh, I'm a big foodie now when it comes to Disney and I want to try all of the food. So that's a big thing for me. I'm a big, uh, Disney snack list guy, you know, and now too, I have a, uh, I have a lot more like Disney themed uh, t-shirts and tank tops that I own. So now, you know, I'm making a list of which ones I want to wear. I, I try to match up. So I have a couple Epcot ones I, I wear to Epcot. Uh, I've talked about it before. I have a uh, Never Forget Maelstrom tank top with a Viking on it. I always wear to Epcot at least once. I have another Epcot tank top. It's kind of like an 80s themed Spaceship Earth shirt. Um, you know, Magic Kingdom, I got a bunch of shirts. I got like a Thunder Mountain shirt. I have a, a Castle shirt. 
so it's always fun to kind of go through and figure out what shirts I want to bring, you know, which ones I want to wear on which day. Kind of, kind of fun coordinating that way. And for me, like this trip I'm going on in a few weeks, it's a little longer too because I'm going uh, for a couple weeks. The first week I'm just be hanging out, uh, kind of around Florida, Tampa area, around the ocean, just chill on the beach for a while. Then I'm going to head into Disney. So I kind of got two vacations wrapped into one. But I have a question for you guys. What is, like, when do you start your Disney countdown? Like, what's what's the time frame here? Because, you know, for me, it's hard. You know, I'm always obviously thinking about it. But, like, the, the countdown for me, I don't know if it's too short, but the countdown for me is a month. That's when I need to start getting stuff kind of in order. Um, that's when the lists start you know, coming out, you know, t-shirts I need to bring, stuff I want to buy before we go, stuff I need to bring, etc. You know, I've seen other people like my sister, her, her countdown starts, you know, probably three months in advance. I've seen people online, you know, they're counting down 120 days or whatever. And that's kind of how I used to be when I was a kid, when I was younger, because uh, I looked forward to this vacation every year. I was probably counting it down from realistically, probably March. You know, so that's a good four-ish months of uh, me keeping track of the days. It's just that, like, for me, until it gets to, like, that month point, it just kind of seems far away. You got everything going on with work and personal stuff. It's hard for me to divert all my focus into getting ready for the trip and counting it down. Not, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not looking forward to it. It's just that I just, that my full focus goes towards it about a month out. So I'd be interested to hear from, uh, from you guys what you think uh, you know, and what your countdown is. When do you start your countdown? I think like for me, uh, it's not even just Disney. I always kind of look forward to the buildup to things, whether it's vacations, sports, movies. It's just kind of how I am. Like, uh, you know, every year I look forward and I kind of count the days down to Major League Baseball opening day. Or, you know, I'm a huge Marvel fan especially during these prime years, uh, you know, before Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, I was looking forward to those movies coming out. I was counting down the days so they're coming out. You know, me and my buddy Adam, who, you know, we have a podcast together. It's all about Marvel. You know, before Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, like all we talked about was, you know, those movies when they're coming out and our theories and stuff. I just, I always enjoy the buildup to things, even like with other vacations. Uh, I went to Las Vegas a couple months ago and like the buildup to that trip is always fun. If you do it right, that buildup can almost be as much fun as the actual trip. Maybe my favorite one, uh, you know, back in 2008, my high school, part of my high school graduation present was uh, my best friend got to come with me on our trip and he had never been there before. So you want to talk about the excitement level, you know, we were months in advance. We were, you know, planning out what we wanted to do, what we wanted to see, you know, what we we're going to bring, you know, this two 18 year old kids, you know, active guys who, you know, we brought a basketball, football, pool balls, like, uh, all his, like his video cameras were planning out like YouTube videos we could make. That was so much fun. Like, I remember we went out to pizza with my parents and we, I literally brought a notebook and we went through like, this is what we need to bring. This is what we need to stop and buy before we go. This is what we need to do. <laughs> it was just so much fun kind of planning our, uh, our shenanigans. Now, since I go usually in the summer, I kind of have a good 
idea of what kind of clothes to bring. You know, it kind of depends on the person, but for me, I'm a big tank top during the day, t-shirt at night guy. Uh, kind of depends, but you know, I'm, I'm fine wearing a t-shirt at night. Sometimes the humidity is a little rough, but I can deal with it. You know, got to wear the tank top during the day, deal with the sun, get some, you know, get some color on those arms. You know, it's like every year that I go to Disney, I, I always tell myself like after the trip, I'm going to write down and uh, like on a post-it note and put it in my suitcase, like what I packed correctly, what I didn't like too many t-shirts, not enough tank tops or not enough pairs of socks. Like, and every year I forget but I think for this year, my plan is going to be tank tops during the day and for the most part, t-shirts at night. And I, you know, I got my Disney theme tank tops. You know, I got I to wrap some Cubs gear. I got some Cubs stuff, Cubs hat. I got a new, actually, I got a new um, Disney hat, a new Mickey Mouse snapback hat, I believe is Neff brand. It's a pretty cool brand. I'm going to I'm going to be one of the cool kids repping my Mickey Mouse snapback. Uh, I always try to wear my Cubs hat around. Um, it's always cool on vacation, you know, when you're out of town like me from Chicago. I always wear my Cubs hat. And it's cool to see, you know, other people wearing Cubs stuff. Sometimes we give each other like a little wave or like someone will say something. I'm a big like, if I'm walking past someone who's like wearing a Cubs shirt or a Cubs hat and I'm wearing my Cubs hat, I'll make eye contact. I'll just kind of tap my hat and kind of nod my head, you know, let them know what's up, fellow Cubs fan here. Got my sunglasses already. Got a couple pair. I got a nice pair that uh, I already have set aside. Uh, I got as a present, so I haven't even worn them yet. So I'll be, I'll be breaking those in uh, down in Disney. Now, another thing too, uh, this is more towards the guys, but shorts. What kind of shorts are best for Disney? Like I was always a big, you know, this could make me nerdy or you know whatever. I've seen the memes. Like I was a big cargo short guy. I'll just come out and say it. Especially at Disney, pretty convenient, not going to lie. You know, you got the extra pockets, got the pockets in the back. Sometimes they have zippers. You know, a zipper pocket comes in handy when you're going upside down on Rock and Roller Coaster. So if, you know, if you're a guy and you're listening, don't be afraid to wear cargo shorts. I'm just going to say it. Especially at Disney, super convenient. They look cool. Um, but like as, as a kid, I remember my mom would always uh, tell me to pack stuff that would like keep me cool or would dry quick and it's like am I really gonna stay cool if I'm wearing like a, a lighter basketball short uh, when it's 101 with 80% humidity it's not gonna make a difference wear what you want wear what you think you'll enjoy but the one thing I always 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 bring extra of besides the underwear all right because you never know the always what I always bring extra of is socks at Disney you can never have enough pairs of socks at Disney if you ask me for a couple of reasons. One, you're probably going to get wet at some point, whether it's uh, due to a water ride, whether it's because of the rain, sweat, you got to have extra socks. You know, a lot of the, you know, the resorts have like the laundry rooms and stuff. Some of them, if you're staying at like, you know, the, the two bedrooms, they might have the washer and dryer in the room. You know, that's perfect. But if you don't like, if you're staying at like Art of Animation, you know, you don't want to waste a day and all this time going to the laundry room, bringing stuff down, washing it, drying it, and like waiting for all that. You know, just bring a few extra pairs of socks. You know, especially too if you're going to be getting blisters and stuff. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to be walking around in in wet pairs of socks. You know, sometimes I even bring two pairs of shoes in case one gets wet. Like those take longer to dry, and 
you don't want to deal with that. So have an extra pair of shoes. I think it's a good time to talk about too. You got to have comfortable shoes. And you know, I think it kind of depends on the person, but like I've seen a lot of people walking around Disney in flip-flops and sandals slides. I could never, those hurt my feet. I, my feet hurt all the time anyway. So I'm always usually rocking a pair of nice comfy Nikes or, you know, Under Armour shoes or whatever. Some, you know, make sure you wear those. If you're, if you're buying new shoes for the trip, always make sure that you break them in as much as you can before. Again, when I was a kid, a big thing was, you know, getting a new pair of shoes for vacation. But if you don't break them in, you could get some bad blisters. Now, I don't know about you, but when we go to the Disney parks, I am a drawstring backpack guy. You know, I'm not going to be walking around with the big backpack. Uh, so I'll just bring one of those uh, those drawstring bags. I have uh, I have two of them. They're both Disney-themed uh, bags. I got them at Magic Kingdom. They say Walt Disney World on them. It's just super convenient. When I was a kid, I used to rock the fanny pack. Uh, rock that till like I was about like 12 and then um, those I guess weren't cool anymore so I stopped wearing the fanny pack and then I was just you know phone and wallet in the pockets guy for a while and now you know I, I, I rock the drawstring back you know I keep snacks and stuff and park essentials and speaking of park essentials this is a perfect segue to go into my top five of the week my top five for this week top five Disney park essentials. Now this is the top five things that you need to bring, you know, maybe throw them in your bra bag, bring them into the park. But this is the top five and this could help you out a little bit. My number five, this is a easy one, a simple one, sunglasses. There's nothing worse than walking through the theme parks with no sunglasses on and you're squinting everywhere. You're going to be in pictures squinting. It's not good for your eyes. So just bring a pair of sunglasses especially during the summer, that Florida heat, you need sunglasses. My number four is probably a little bit more popular nowadays. My number four is hand sanitizer. Now, this is something I'd always throw in my bag before a global pandemic broke out. Uh, but, you know, going through the theme parks, you're touching things people touched. And the reason why I started bringing it was solely because of Splash Mountain hang on to that weird wet uh, bar that's inside the inside the car. It was always so gross. That one and the one on Kali River Rapids, so gross. Uh, I'd always you know, throw on some hand sanitizer right after that. Makes it feel clean, smells clean. Uh, and you know, nowadays, that's probably going to be pretty standard. Disney has you know hand sanitizer stations now everywhere. But a little, you know, travel size, 99 cents at Target. Throw it in your bag. Especially too, like... So many times we go on a ride, Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, whatever, then you get off and you get some food and you're just, you know, you're eating food out of your hand 10 minutes after you're holding on to a uh, sweaty bar on Thunder Mountain. So number four, hand sanitizer. My number three can really bail you out of a uh, wet situation. My number three is a rain poncho. It's 2021. Guys, it's okay to wear a poncho. There was a long stretch of time there where I refused to wear one because it wasn't cool. I was going to be, uh, you know, I was going to be a, a man and walk through the rain. But you know what? It's not worth it. Just bring a poncho, wear a poncho when it gets wet. That way, you know, your clothes aren't soaked when you walk into, you know, an attraction. You're not sitting in the, uh, the air conditioning, you know, soaking wet, freezing now. Keeps you dry, keeps your stuff dry. Invest in a in a good poncho. I'll say that. You know, Disney 
you know, they sell ponchos. Those are okay. They used to have the classic yellow Mickey ones. Those are badass. A few years ago, I bought some cheap ponchos, I think from Walmart. They're like 97 cents, you know, and it's, you know, it was better than nothing, but the, the plastic was so thin. I was struggling to get it on, struggling to get it up. Once I got it off, that there was no way that thing was getting back on me. It was like, you know, I stuffed it into a ball. It ripped a little bit. You know, invest in a decent poncho. They're not that expensive. You could probably get a decent one for like five, ten bucks at, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods or Target, Walmart. You know, get a decent one. It'll keep you dry, especially like during the summer. Like we're going to get rain every day. And I'm at the point where I'd, just, I'd rather be dry. So number three, rain poncho. All right, top two. This is tough. I was kind of flip-flopping between which one should be one, which one should be two. But my number two, I'm going to go with snacks. Like I said, I bring a drawstring bag and I stuff that thing with snacks. Now, the key is to pack snacks that will withstand the elements. All right, I'm going in July. It's going to be hot, humid, potentially rainy. So I'm not going to be walking around with a Snickers bar in my bag. It'll never make it. It's going to get messy. What I like to bring... Um, like I said, bubble gum, like the, uh, I believe it's double bubble comes in like the little paper, uh, wrapping individual wrapped ones, you know, hard candy works well. Uh, the lifesavers, Jolly Ranchers, Werther's, you know, et cetera, stuff like that, that holds up pretty good. You know, sometimes when you're standing in line, a good cherry, uh, Jolly Rancher does the trick, uh, you know, certain granola bars, um, fruit snacks. Now got a got to eat those quick because those will melt, especially the gushers. You open up that bag, you you have a gusher uh, in there after they all melt and kind of form together. You know, I'm not a, uh, you know, some people bring like legit, like full lunches with them, like sandwiches and, and fruit and stuff. My um, guess, I guess you could do that. That sounds like a hassle. I know Disney was like limiting coolers and stuff, so I don't know. You can even do that anymore if you're just throwing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in your bag. Like, good luck. But I like bringing, like, small stuff. Um, You know, beef jerky, uh, peanuts, stuff like that usually works. But you're going to be hungry. There's going to be a point where you're waiting in line. You know, you're hungry. Someone in your party is maybe getting a little hangry. You know, give them a little little granola, maybe a little peanuts, you know, some water. And, uh, you know, that'll kind of hold them over. It's the type of snack that can, uh, that's important. So number two snacks and my number one, like I said, you know, probably should have just listed them all and not put them in order. But my number one is going to be a power bank for your phone. Now, if anyone doesn't know what those are, those are like those external batteries that you can plug your phone in and charge your phone. This is something that within the last, you know, few years, maybe five years or so, I got to have, I got to bring it, got to bring it. You know, my phone battery sucks. My iPhone battery uh, seems like it never lasts anymore. And when you're in Disney nowadays, you kind of need to use your phone, you know, whether it's for the my park experience or taking pictures, you got to have your phone with you. And especially using like the, my Disney experience, the app and, you know, using the map on the phone and check park time, uh, check the wait times and stuff. It can kind of drain your battery. So you got to have one of these, throw it in your bag with your phone charger Bring your, you know, your phone, uh, the butt too, in case you're sitting down somewhere that has an outlet, you could always, you know, plug it in there, but you know, throw the power bank in there. They're cheap. 
you know, I, I think I got mine from like Marshall's or TJ Maxx for 10 bucks. And, you know, it's good for like two full charges before I even have to charge the power bank. You know, and there's nothing worse than walking around Disney uh, with your phone and your, your the 20% warning comes up and you're like, oh, no, like, you know, I, I need the, I need this to, you know, last the rest of the day or night. And how am I going to check the, the app and how am I going to, you know, call, you know, so-and-so if I, if we get separated. So throw one of these in your bag. They're super convenient. They come in handy and you can get them anywhere. And, you know, Disney even sells them. I don't know if they still do, but they were selling them there. Yeah, those are my top five Disney Park Essentials. The five things you need to bring, need to pack, and uh, have on you as you journey through the parks. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now it's time for my favorite part of each episode. It's the Q&A with questions submitted from you guys. On my Instagram, I always put up a story asking for, you know, any type of uh, Disney-related question. A little Ask Me Anything. Uh, I usually include the subject of the episode in case you want to uh, make it a, a, uh, a question that's specific to the episode or just a Disney question in general. I'm open to uh, open to anything. And for this week, since the episode's all about you know planning and preparing and packing for your trip, uh, I asked you guys too, like, what are the essentials that you bring and you pack for your um, Disney World Park bag? All right, let's start us off. Got a lot of good ones. As usual, uh, first I'll go through what you guys said that are your essentials that you always pack, uh, you know, bring in your bag in the park, whether it's a drawstring bag, a purse, or a backpack. But some of the responses I got were uh, a popular one now actually is hand sanitizer. Uh, Zager Ethan said hand sanitizer, a couple other people, hand sanitizer. I feel like that's like the world we live in now where you know, anytime we go somewhere, we're going to have uh, some hand sanitizer with us. Uh, Fit Maris said, here's a good one, deodorant. Throw some deodorant in the bag in case, you know, you're waiting in line, get a little sweaty. Uh, she also said a water bottle, which I thought was really good because, you know, if you don't want to spend, you know, five bucks for a bottle of water every time you're thirsty, you know, bring your own water bottle. Disney's got that fresh, crisp well water. Always nice. Uh, some other ones I got were portable charger. Uh, I talked about that in my top five, the, uh, you know, like the power banks you can buy such a lifesaver nowadays. Just throw your, you know, throw your phone charger in your bag with the little power bank. You know, snacks is a good one. Uh, chapstick, another popular one. Ponchos, that's a really good one. A lot of snacks, gum, uh, candy, water. Here's one I thought was uh, a good one, a Ziploc bag. Uh, now that 
that can come in handy for a couple ways. One, if you're going on a water ride, Splash Mountain, Kali River Rapids, you know, and you're, you want to be extra careful with your stuff getting wet, you know, throw your phone or wallet or whatever in the, in the little Ziploc bag, keep it dry. Then too, if it's raining and you got something in your bag, you don't want to get wet. You know, you could throw it in a Ziploc bag, comes in handy. You know, they, they were passing them out on Splash Mountain for a while, but I'm pretty sure they stopped that. But yeah, a lot of good choices. We all like to kind of think alike. Yeah, and let's, uh, let's move on to the questions from you guys. This first one's from, don't know how to pronounce it really, but it's Agla France 16, A-G-L-A France 16. When it comes to park bags, do you carry a lot or lightly? Um, I try not to pack a lot. Like I said, I use like one of those drawstring bags. And, uh, you know, that can get a little heavy, especially it's like got those thin kind of ropes uh, as straps and it kind of starts to dig into your shoulders and stuff and I got enough back issues as it is. I don't, I don't need to be lugging around, you know, 20 pounds on my back all day. Um, so I try to pack light, you know, a little bit of snacks, phone charger, you know, the essentials like that. This next one is from Miss P 1022. What is something not to pack? Hmm. That's a good question. I've never really thought about that. Um, okay. I will say one thing I would not pack are those big, like, those big battery-powered mini fans that they sell. You know, Disney sells their own. You get them, you know, all over. But you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, it's those fans that mist and spray water. You know, I had one when I was a kid, and it was cool. But lugging that thing around kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, you got always got to deal with filling it with water. You know, getting wet, going to get your stuff wet. Like, where do you do with it when you go on a ride? You throw it in your bag, you clip it on your side. Just seems like kind of a hassle. And you know what? Like I said in, in previous episodes, if you do Disney right, you won't need it. You won't. You know, yeah, there's going to be moments where you're standing in line and maybe you're a little hot, but it shouldn't come down to relying on the misting spray fan uh, to, you know, to kind of save you. As long as you got like a water, you know, you find some shade, wear a hat, sunglasses, like, I think you can get along without bringing the misting spray fan. Uh, I got another one here from uh, Agla France 16. Do you use decorations on your bag? This is a good one. Um, you know, a few years ago, I kind of got back into the pin, the Disney pins, not, not really trading, but collecting them. And um, me and my girlfriend we decided to put some of the pins on our bags. We were going to, you know, clip them on there, walk around the parks. we got our bag, showing off all our pins. Uh, well, like two days later, she had this really cool Lion King, I think it was Simba pin on her bag. And I'm standing in line and I look and it's gone. So uh, she doesn't decorate her bag anymore. I think on mine, the, the one I, I've been using, you know, it's a drawstring bag, but it has like a zipper pocket. I have a... Disney keychain on the zipper part. Um, and I had a Disney button on there. Uh, but other than that, I don't really decorate anymore because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to lose my pins or anything. So I'm good with the keychain. And I got the nice Disney button on there. If I lose it, it's not the end of the world. Uh, but I think it's cool to kind of decorate your bag like that. This next one is from Sunlit K. What's your favorite parade you've seen over the years? This is tough. It's between two. You know, I will say my honorable mention, one that's tough, is the parade from, I believe it was 1992. You know, as a kid, that's kind of the first parade that I remember. 
I'm just looking it up now too. I guess they were uh, kind of like Mardi Gras themed too, is what I remember. That's why that makes more sense. Okay. The 20th anniversary celebration parade is like Mickey and Minnie. Uh, and it was themed like after Mardi Gras. So like, you know, that kind of attire. Mickey's got like a crown and like he's holding a staff. And I, the one thing I really remember was um, someone was like a court jester. I don't know if it was Donald or Goofy. But there was also a Roger Rabbit float. And that's like the first parade that I remember as a kid. And it ran for a few years through 1994. Uh, so that one definitely sticks out in my mind. But I think my all-time favorite the Main Street Electrical Parade. You know, that song I still sing, I still get stuck in my head, I still look up on, on YouTube. It's the It was a nighttime parade at Magic Kingdom for, I don't even know how many years. Just the way it was themed with all the lights and the music and it was synchronized. And you know, I just have uh, a lot of good memories uh, closing out the Magic Kingdom. We always had our, our same spot over by Frontierland kind of by Picos Bill, and we'd uh, watch the Main Street Electrical Parade. This next one's from Chris Hunt 44 kind of relates to the parades. He asked me what my favorite nighttime show at Disney was. Uh, he said his number one and number two were the Main Street Electrical Parade and Rivers of Light. Um, I'm going to take the parades out of it and just go by a nighttime show. I think Wishes is up there. I loved Wishes. But you know what? If it counts, I'm going to go with Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. I love Fantasmic. It's a great show. You know, it's long, it's got fireworks, it's got, you know, special effects. I think it's all around probably the best show Disney's ever had. Uh, so I'm going to go with Fantasmic. This next one's from Champagne42. What ride or hotel would you like to redesign or renovate? This is a good one. I always love uh, talking as if I was an Imagineer. Uh, you know, resort-wise, I don't really have a problem with any of the resort themings. I like that they, you know, have a, a good amount of resorts that have like their own theming, original theming and backstory. I think if I was going to redesign or renovate a current attraction, I think the one that I'm leaning towards is the Grand Fiesta Tour at Epcot in the Mexico Pavilion. I'm just not a fan. I know a lot of people like it, but it's just, man, it's, you know, it's a slow, kind of a boring ride. There's not much, uh, you know, special effect wise. It's, you know, they redid it uh, maybe 10, 12 years ago, I want to say, and it's already outdated. And I would just like to see a, a complete overhaul of that attraction. I mean, you have this amazing pavilion, you know, with an attraction that's inside of a pyramid. And there's a restaurant right there. I feel like you could do so much, make it a cool, unique ride, make it state of the art, whether that's Coco themed, whether that's another original attraction. Um, come up with something redo that ride make it you know make it something that you have to ride each and every trip and not you know something you do just to kill some time and the last question for today is from daniel underscore butters what is the most worthwhile souvenir to get from a disney park now this is a tough one because i feel like there's a lot to choose from um i don't think you can go wrong with a disney t-shirt or some sort of article of clothing a shirt tank top jacket hoodie sweatshirt something like that I love getting those. Uh, my last trip uh, last year, or two years ago, I got a nice zip-up Walt Disney World jacket. like a. Uh, it's made out of that comfy hoodie material. love getting uh, Disney tank tops. I, li I like a lot of the retro stuff. Another good one to 
collect or to get as a souvenir are the pins. Whether you trade them or collect them, they have so many to choose from. Like anything you like that's Disney related, chances are that they have it, whether it's, you know, rides, characters, movies. You know, I don't trade them really, but I like collecting some of the pins I find unique. Um, usually like the attraction ones like Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower Tear, Splash Mountain, like stuff like that. I like to collect those kinds of pins. But I would say my favorite and the, I think, you know, maybe the, the most fun to collect are the Disney coffee mugs. I love coffee. I drink it every single day, multiple times a day. And for me, a Disney coffee mug when I'm at home or at work just helps me think of Disney and my happy place. You know, every year, every trip that I go, I try to get one. Uh, and they have so many to choose from, too, just like the pins. You know, they have ride-themed ones, character, movies. You know, they have it all. Some of my favorite ones, you know, I have uh, I have some Toy Story ones. I have a Chippendale Rescue Rangers one. I have a retro test track one based off the, the original ride. And probably my favorite one is uh, it's got Mickey Mouse on it. He's got a cup of coffee. He's in his robe. He's got tired eyes, droopy eyes. And it says on the back, some mornings are rough. And ain't that the truth? So I'd say, you know, pins, coffee mugs, uh, T-shirts, or, or some sort of uh, tops. Can't really go wrong there. And that about does it for the question and answer and the episode. Thank you all for listening. This is a fun topic to talk about. All the excitement about getting ready for your trip, what to pack, what to do while you're there. And, you know, it's fun. I got my trip coming up in a few weeks, and uh, I'm excited. If you're not already, check me out on Instagram, Disney World Today. Follow me on there. Send me a message. Hit me up. I always like replying and talking Disney with you guys. And if you can, if you're on iTunes, Apple iTunes, I'd really, really appreciate it if you could subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast, leave a review. Uh, That'd be amazing and bonus points for you if you do. Until next time, remember, it all started with a mouse.